sexiest damn bass player I've ever seen. Hi, Fishbee, and bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. I only have 15 minutes, Monday through Thursday, 4 Eastern, 1 o'clock. My name is Bob Van Dyne. Talk is cheap. This is my job. But luckily, this podcast is brought to you by Chiquita, and there's always money in the banana stand. Once again, fish be well played. Excuse me, everyone. 27 days until the midterms, but I believe I've just heard a sound from Super Gladys Wonder Kitty. More on you in a minute, Super Gladys Wonder Kitty. You're okay, baby girl. You're okay. 27 days until the midterms. Uh, I want to talk about John Fetterman in just a second, but, but first... Uh, famous number 27s from sports. I don't know why I'm doing this. I am. But uh, Celtics legend, Casey Jones, 27. Catfish Hunter from the world of baseball. That's a great, fo- that's one of the greatest names of all time. Catfish Hunter. It's why he's still fucking famous. He's a great pitcher, but it's why he's still famous. Catfish Hunter. Um, we'll do names. Remember we talked about names? I, I have some name ideas other than Bob Van Dyne. We'll get to. Uh, but the best, number 27 of all time, with 27 days until the midterms, from your Boston Red Sox. The one, the only, the Dominican legend, Big Poppy. That dude is the dude. Now to a dude who's not the dude, says Segway Boy, John Fetterman. I, oh boy, I, I, I'm on record here on, on John Fetterman saying, even though I want the Democrats to retain control of the Senate, not because I think they've done world's greatest job of that, just because I don't want Mitch McConnell to be anyway involved with judges ever again. So that's why I don't want Republicans to have control of the Senate, even though there's a Democrat in the White House, obviously. But did you see or hear, probably probably heard about it, John Fetterman's interview, like his first sit-down television interview he did with NBC News. And... um He had to have the reporter's questions uh, closed captioned to him on a screen because he has trouble understanding words. And he and his wife and his campaign, the Brain Trust, they keep referencing that the doctor said, you know, he's going to make a full recovery. The doctor said he's going to be... Who the fuck is this doctor? I've known a lot of people that have strokes. I I wish John Fetterman well. I still have to leave that thing blank. I I can't in good faith vote for John Fetterman. I mean, it's hypothetical for me because I don't live in Pennsylvania. I live in Washington State right now. It's where I'm registered. But is his doctor available for questions? Do we have his doctor's name? I don't think we do. (laughs) This is for the Senate. You're running for the United States Senate. I mean, I likely would leave it blank just based on the attire. I swear to God. Hoodies and basketball shorts. You're not jumping out of your car and running into the 7-Eleven for a Slurpee. You know, you're not mowing your lawn. I believe I've previously called him. He looks like a... uh, a junior high wrestling coach running home from wrestling practice who really hates wrestling 
and really hates junior high and really hates his life. Like that, like where are you running, John? Home from wrestling practice? No, he's uh he's running for Senate. Who the fuck is this doctor? He can't talk, he can't hear, he can read. Do we have definitive proof that he can write? I'm not opposed to politicians, actually. Part of me kind of wishes there was this strange rule that politicians couldn't have uh, speech writers. They had to write their own words for speeches. I mean, obviously you can't do that. It's just like this hypothetical dream world. And then also, I, I wouldn't mind if a politician, you know, if, if they lost the ability to speak, had to communicate exclusively through, through written word. As long as they wrote it, that's fine by me. If you can articulately explain, and you're you're a senator, I would fucking hope so. You know, if you can write down and articulately explain your policy positions and votes you're going to take and and why you voted for this and why you didn't vote for that. I'm okay with that. But what he's doing now doesn't work for me on any level it just it just doesn't i feel sorry for the guy but i don't but then again should i feel sorry for the guy he was born into a real real rich family like like he grew up good (laughs) he owns a lot of different properties i think he's got some tax issues even i mean he looks like he looks and he married a beautiful woman from brazil He's held multiple elected positions in, in, in Pennsylvania. Now he's running for Senate. Do I? I'm sorry that he had the stroke. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. But do I feel sorry? Yeah, 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 I do. I do feel sorry for him. I do. I mean, it, having a. Oh, absolutely. All right. Now that I'm thinking this through, I just think the Senate thing is a bad idea. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he didn't. If he's so smart, I don't know. And if he and his doctor are so fucking smart, why didn't they figure out months ago that this Senate thing was probably had to pull out? But having a, a traumatic health event like that in the prime of your life that, 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 that completely knocks you back. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I should, uh, I should probably have some sympathy for that, right? And I do. And I do. I truly do. The supposedly last January 6th committee hearing is tomorrow. I love politics and I love media and I love the intersection of them. I just don't give a fuck about the January 6th committee hearing tomorrow. I I just want to watch baseball and... And I'm so sick of hearing about Trump. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so sick of it. I like a lot of the shows that are on MSNBC. I like a lot of the reporters. I like a lot of their hosts. I like people on CNN. I like people on Fox News, you know. A lot of them at Fox are, you know, a little concerned, but it is what it is. They have good people over there, obviously, though, too. But if you've lost me, yeah, that, who, this is it. Who, who fucking cares? At, uh, can we move on? Can we, after the midterms, can we, 
Can we talk about something else? I think the reason they're obsessed with it, actually, I, I don't think. I, I think we're all aware, or most of us are. Well, we'll say all. We're all aware. It's because they need this midterm election to not be a referendum on Biden, as, as the first midterm of a new president always is. They need the midterms to be a referendum on Trump and the Trump wing of the Republican Party. Is it going to work? I don't it's a total toss-up. Polling is so weird right now. Every poll I look at, I automatically just subtract four from the Democrat and add four to the Republican. And usually there's a margin of error of 3.7 to two and a half, something in there. Usually above three. Can we get back to the, uh, the banana stand uh, for a second? We open the show with the banana stand. Just for what it's worth, um, sometimes, and obviously that's a uh, arrested development reference. That's just become a kind of staple of pop culture. The banana stand. Always money in the banana stand. Sometimes I wonder, if you're familiar with the show, Arrested Development. Sometimes I wonder if I'm a human in the way that Tobias, the character played by uh, David Cross, but I wonder if I'm a human in the way that Tobias is a quote-unquote actor. <laughs> I know that's not a not a normal or rational thought, but my psych appointment yesterday was all over the place. I thought I was feeling a little better yesterday, but fuck, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But this morning I had to uh, run down to Rite Aid, and uh, I, ju I just needed uh, a couple items. Gladys, Super Gladys Wonder Kitty, who's doing just fine, just fine, uh, was running a little low on food, and I usually don't get her food from there, but... They have some brands. So, so I get her like three cans of, of cat food, and uh, her, uh, her dry food was also running a little low, so I grabbed another bag of that. I go up to the, uh, I go up to the counter, and uh, those three things together are $13.34. And I hand them a 20. I got, and I'm not even thinking about it. I, I usually don't pay cash. I usually just use cash at the bar or the weed store, but I'm using, using cash. So I just throw her 20, and, and then she hands me my change back. Six dollars and sixty-six cents. The world's weird. The world's weird. And she tried to tell me that's lucky, and I'm like, no, no. This this may be my last podcast. I might die today. Six six six. I mean, there there's gotta be a reason, you know, that, that people are scared of it. I I, truth be told, I haven't read the Bible cover to cover. You might find that stunning. I know most of you have. You're very fast readers. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, um, what's dude's name? God damn it. The, the, the suit, the, his name is totally, he's one of the most famous people in the world. He, he's the voice of, of, of Darth Vader. You know who I'm talking about? God damn it. God damn it. I thought he was the voice of the Arby's commercial. God damn it. Damn it! He's like 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 the older African American gentleman. He's all class. God damn! It. All right. So now you know who I'm talking about. 
can you believe? Like he spent like what was it, like twelve years or something, maybe. But he 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 recorded the audio book for the Bible, like the like the King James Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, whole fucking thing, cover to cover, cover to cover. That's a lot of work, Darth Vader. So yesterday I thought about, uh, you know, changing my name to Big Dick McGee as, uh, as, as a tip of the cap, uh, a nod of love to uh, Bob Zaney, who at 61 is still out there doing it, I believe. He'll, he'll die on stage, Bob Zaney. I uh, changed the name to Big Dick McGee. Fishby, of course, is still on the record, wants me to go with Gary. He thinks Gary Van Dyne would be a, a very successful human. When it comes to selecting new names, I like to go with the, because, uh, you know, it's got to sound classy, like Big Dick McGee. So I like to go with the war correspondent test, which is uh, reporting from war-torn Mogadishu, Somalia, I'm Dan Rather. <laughs> reporting from war-torn Mogadishu, I'm Big Dick McGee. Reporting from war-torn Mogadishu, you know the... Uh, I actually use that test. Um, I gave out a great... I mean, I always give out great names in fairness. In total fairness, I always give out great names. Um, there's this kid at, uh, at one of the radio stations I worked at, in, in the, the one in Seattle, uh, Travis Halverson. Just, just a great dude, great dude, Travis. And uh, he, needed, he didn't need a name for on air. And so I told him, uh, I was just looking around the room, and... Uh, what about flip-flops Windex? I say in a serious voice, but as a joke. And then on air, he was known as flip-flops Windex, which, which is a great name from Mogadishu. I'm flip-flops Windex. So some other names for me I'm pondering. Uh, Bottle Dick Kochstein is, is a good one. Uh, Winky McNutterson. If any of these uh, ring a bell for you, let me know. Uh, Squish Bob Roundhole. Or, 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 you know, in the big, big dick, Mickey, uh, Lester Moorhead Jr. <laughs> I think they're all, I think they're all wonderful names. Uh, just imagine an electric show tomorrow. This is an electric tease prepared to be blown away, as always. Uh, if you need to get a hold, the best way is, um, is to rent a skywriting plane and just address it to Lester Moorhead Jr. Say adios, Fishbee!